So, good morning. Did you miss me? I've been away for the last few days at my niece's wedding. And as a result, truth is, all of you, my thousands and thousands of listeners to my podcast, and those of you here at Dominion, I let you down. Because I should be here for you in any case. I ask for Mechila. I hope you'll all forgive me. <clears throat> so today's Torah reading... Maybe we'll catch up the other day's Torah readings by myself, but whatever. Let's talk about today's Torah reading. Today's Torah reading has two very, very famous mitzvahs in it. The mitzvah of Sota and the mitzvah of Nazir. And the Gemara tells us, right at the beginning of Masechet Sota, why is Nazir placed in the Torah right next to the mitzvah of Sota? Kalaraya, Seita, Bikukula, Yazir Atzmai, Min hayayin. Anyone who sees the sota process happen in front of him should, as a result of having experienced that, seeing it going on, if it came in front of your eyes, then that should be the biggest message that you need to become a nazir and step back from drinking wine. Okay, that's the simple stuff where we look at it in the Gemara. But how are we to understand really this juxtaposition of these two mitzvahs, the mitzvah of sota? and the mitzvah of Nazir, particularly in the context of how we prepare for the holiday of Shavuos. <clears throat> so the Rashi says, and this is right at the beginning, the mitzvah of Sota, what is the meaning of the word Sota? Where is it rooted? And of course, this again is the foundation for the Gemara, and by extension, so much of the fundamental teachings of Chassidus Chabad as in Kudus Umayyan, and in, other, and in, in, in uh, Basi Lagani, we have the famous line out of the Gemara, Ein Adam over Avera, Ela Imkein Nichnas Bayruach Shtus. That no person, every single Jew, when it comes to violating something in the Torah, every Jew has an insanity plea. You can plead insanity. You're entitled to plead insanity. Because no Jew in his right state of mind would ever violate anything that the Torah tells us to do. No such thing. And Sota, therefore, where does it want to get that from? Because the word Sota, it says, is from the root word Shtus, or folly. And so therefore, if somebody could commit Chasushon, the Avera of Sota, a spirit of folly must have possessed them. And therefore, every Avera, and by extension, every Avera, every Avera, so, and Chassidus, of course, explains at very, very great length that what is this concept of shtus? Shtus means a deviation. We usually use the word shtus to mean folly or foolishness or acting like an idiot, as in the word shote. But in actuality, the word shtus, it, it means deviating. Hatoya. And therefore, folly or foolishness the way it's commonly used is a deviation from what would be considered normative behavior. Normative behavior is following Torah mitzvahs. Deviating is considered abnormal, and therefore it's called shtus. That's the way we view the sota. And by extension, all violations of the Torah. How do you, what's the remedy? What's the remedy? Because it's completely and totally natural for us to, be, to fall into shtus, the folly of the world around us. It's a natural reaction. 
Why? Because we're naturally Bahami. Our natural, active, vivifying soul is our animal soul. And the animal soul doesn't think, is it appropriate for me to eat that? Not. Is it appropriate for me to scratch up against this fence or not? Is it appropriate for me to act in this way? No. There's no, no the normative behavior is a deviation. By, by nature, is a deviation from what's considered normative. That's normal for the animal to, to, do, uh, to act in a Bahami manner. And so therefore, when we start to behave in an animal manner, when we deviate, what's the remedy for us? How do we straighten ourselves out? And that's why the mitzvah of Nazir is juxtaposed right next to the mitzvah of Sota. Because what is Nazir? Yazir it means again, shtus. Because naturally, Hashem wants, doesn't want us to be a Nazir. That's part of the reason why the Nazir has to bring certain sacrifices at the end of his Nazir period. Because that's not the way we're supposed to normally behave. Normally we're supposed to be Indian, interactive with the world and drinking wine when, when it's appropriate and in an appropriate manner. We're supposed to do all those things because we're supposed to take the physical world and elevate it. But when the moment happens in our lives that we have deviated in any case off on the wrong path, integral to our returning to the straight path necessitates at least temporarily or on a constant basis as we go through the process a movement that deviates us in the other extreme. Let's use an example we can all understand, okay? But it has nothing to do with anyone who's currently in this room or anyone that we know. Right, Mendel? We don't want to do that because we'll embarrass somebody if we talk in terms of something that is about somebody in the room. So since this doesn't apply to anyone in the room, we could talk about it in the objective human being. Someone who's grossly overweight. We don't know anybody like that. There's no such person. Nobody in our lexicon, nobody in our universe, right? So somebody who's grossly overweight, just, he didn't get there, and he didn't become overweight by saying, Amen and Yehesh Mei Rabbah. He became overweight, uh, even our dear friend, Dean Chaim Katz, that's a good line of his, he didn't become overweight from saying the blessings on the Torah. He became overweight from making the blessing Boreimim his own That's how he became overweight. Which I thought was a very good line. Is it his original? I'm not even sure. Whatever, we'll give him credit for it, right? You become overweight not by saying the brachas of davening. You become overweight by making a mizono too many times. Fine. Okay, so if the guy made the bracha mizono too many times and he's not overweight, then now he wakes up one morning and he realizes, wow, they have to grease the doorpost to get me through the door. Even the extender on the airplane seatbelt is not long enough. Even the extender is not long enough. They give you the extender and even that's not long enough, right? So that person, if he wakes up one morning and decides, okay, what's normal for a human being? Three, 2,000 calories is like a normal, right? Better. Huh? You're not super active. I'm saying, right, even if you're not super active. A normal person with normal activity, healthy diet, has 2,000 calories a day. So this guy says, okay, 
that's a healthy diet. I'm going to start eating 2,000 calories a day. That's not going to help him. He has to learn how to suffice on maybe 1,400 calories a day. And at the same time, elevate his, um, his activity. Right? He's learning to live on 1,400 calories a day and burn 4,000 calories a day. Whatever, I'm just using numbers for purposes of discussion. And only then is he ever going to reach a point where he'll become, quote-unquote, normal. Right? So you need the extremism to counteract the extremism. So if you think in terms of your, your, your ongoing life and your interaction with your animal soul has been by definition. Well, let's talk about me. If I think, in definition, my interaction with my animal soul has been a, a relationship that has been unhealthy, and therefore, as a result, I've fallen into the spirit of folly and deviating from the path of truth, the only way back to the straight path is at least on some level in my life, I have to be an extremist. Of course, you can't become a Meshuggah, right? Because the crackpot who goes on the 500-calorie-a-day diet, yeah, and is eating only, I don't know, grass, drinking water, whatever, he'll lose a lot of weight very quickly, but we know what happens because it's unsustainable. And eventually, he's going to go back and he'll gain all the weight back with interest. And today, interest rates are high, so the interest is going to be really high. Right? That's going to happen. So in order to be able to find up or wind up on the straight path, you have to take certain aspects of your soul and make them extreme in a controlled environment. And then by, and, but everything else you have to make normal. And that's the message of today's Torah reading. Every one of us has experienced the Sota part of our lives already. Now it's time for us to start to experience. Take one mitzvah, Take one aspect of your soul and become the Nazir. Not only that completely. One aspect of your soul, make that into the Nazir. And that will inspire and energize everything else in your life to be normal. May Hashem help us that we experience the true extremism with the revelation of Terech HaDashem all standing at Har Sinai as one with the Geula Amitis Vashlema in good health and perfect health. Physical, spiritual, emotional health. Good morning. And the coming of Mashiach and the Gula may it happen now. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. L'chaim.